They did that in the abridged as well. I was like, we'll shoot you with their invisible guns. Bang, 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 bang. You're dead. No, I'm not. You missed. You're like, no, I hit you. <laughs> <laughs> it's like when you're playing as a kid. <laughs> right. Uh, we should probably get into it because we'll uh, do another, like yesterday, and just talk about Star Wars for the entire thing. I'm sorry, but that was enjoyable. We... Don't you mean last week? Last. Oh, yeah, last week. We did, we're, last not just recording, we're not recording two episodes back to back. No, because we're not lazy or anything. Yeah. Well, you have exams. Hey guys, and welcome back to the fourth episode of the Three Lads podcast with me, Dara, and we're also joined by Alan and Leo. Say hi, guys. Woo, it's the same people as last time. <laughs> we don't change. <laughs> we're going to swap out Alan at some stage. Actually, this week, can I be Leo? Yeah. Sure, why not? <laughs> I'm Alan. Doom, 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 doom. <laughs> I'm Leo. I'm very straight and broad. Thank you. Yeah. I can no longer fit into most of my clothing. Er. Sure. I've actually I've actually gone down a pants size recently. No, I've 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 gotten really buff due to quarantine. All my clothes is like men's small, and I'm not even like a small person. I'm like five ten. Oh, I've moved up to large. <sighs> yeah, but it's all muscle. Yeah, muscle. Muscle. Oh. So this week we thought we would um, pay attention to our listeners and not just talk about whatever bullshit we want to talk about. So we've noticed that a lot of our listeners aren't from Ireland which is nice and also slightly confusing. Dara, did you get a message about this asking for it, or was it just like a... Well, a bit of both. I had a few, a few of our American listeners get in touch with us, and they were wanted to know more about the Irish banter and life in Ireland. So I thought this week we'd talk about a little bit about growing up in Ireland, also our experiences as Irish people abroad, like living in the US or London, places like that, and then also yeah. get into the good stuff, a bit of Irish slang. Teaching you what shift and crack and cute whore means, boys. Hey. <laughs> cute whore. <laughs> I got cute whore. I got a, I got so a joke. A cute whore is just a very attractive prostitute. Uh, no, it's not. It's the opposite. <laughs> Kawaii. Tell us your joke, Alan. One of the girls in the cafe told me this. She's she's Limerick born and bred. It's fucking hilarious. She just came up to me and she's like, hey, Alan, I was like, what? Why is everyone in Limerick called Timmy? And I was like, what do you mean? He's like, come here to me. <laughs> So we'll start off with the Irish slang then. Come here to me means one of two things. It's either literally or physically come over here to and talk to me, or it means pay attention. Yeah, you're talking shit or sh- like it could mean you're talking shit and shut up. Or come here to me. Like I'm going to say to me. straight. Come here to me. Lad in a pub says, come here to me now and I'll tell you the story of when I was your age and Jesus now. It was shifting everywhere and the cute whores and the Jesus... Mother of God. Come here to me is also what you'd hear at the fuck uh, at the start of a fight in like the, <laughs> the most culty yeah. place in Ireland. It's like, oh, fuck, come here to me and I'll beat the shit out of you. So, do you want to cover what culty means? Culty. Uh, uh, culty is like Leo. Uh, it's it's like a derogative term for a farmer. Anyone outside of the pale, that's it. Anyone outside Dublin is a a culty. And anyone in Dublin is a jackine, and they're called jackines because they flew the the English flag. Um, Jacobites. I think Jacobites. a lot of a lot of Irish slang roots back to to, to 1916. Yeah. A lot of Irish slang is just being mean to someone else politely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's the opposite of how the Japanese act. Apparently, the Japanese are like 
really polite to people, but like that doesn't mean they like you. No, <laughs> it, it doesn't. Like they'll be polite to you until it kills them, <laughs> especially if they hate. I really, they, I really like the Japanese. It's a very kill them with kindness culture. I love their language. I actually started learning one of their alphabets recently because I want to get into it. Oh, um, cool. But obviously, Which... it's fucking three alphabets. <laughs> I started. I started learning Kana, which is like oh. the enunciation part. I think. But back to Ireland. Cute is to fucking another one that I hear a lot. I used to hear it from my dad a lot. Well, if someone's cute, they're fucking they're shly. Yeah, or cheeky. Or cheeky. Yeah. Fucking cute over there. Yeah. So will we go through all the insults very quickly? Cute, snake with a capital H. Gobshite, Egypt. Capital H in that too. Uh, <laughs> we're from the West, which, uh, yeah, if... if people don't know, there's a lot of H's where H's shouldn't be. <laughs> the West. Gobda. Um, Amadan. I want to hear some fantastic, uh, like, just muddle of bad words together that makes no sense, but it's very insulting. Uh, Jacksepticeye. Yeah, I, I, like, I still watch his content. He's fucking, he's funny. He's very good. He's very, and he's very quick. Well, you don't want to insult the uh, top Irish person on the internet, do you? So you have to say nice things. I don't know. He's from Athlone. Like he, he is not, there's not much, <laughs> not much uh, coming out of Athlone. It's very low bear. <laughs> come here to me. The last day I was out with this one from Athlone. Jizz. Uh, the crack was mighty, boys. The crack was mighty. Oh. Irish people also like to talk like Yoda, where the words are kind of like where they shouldn't be. The crack, the crack, the crack was mighty. Or there was crack to be had. <laughs> I never no, like I never hear someone say, "Hey, that was uh, that was class." I never hear anyone say, "That was class." That was class. I'm like there was crack to be had, lads. That, that that reminds me of a story. I actually have a story. If Leo wants to talk first, though, I I, I will, and I'll I'll point out a problem that we actually have with doing slang. Ireland is a very small area. However, we're very. We're full of culture is one thing, but the other thing is that we're very clannish, uh, as when we stick together and we don't like, uh, we're not that we don't like outsiders, we love like everyone, but um, we get come to Ireland, travel, bring all those nice American dollars, but like change them to euro first, it changed into euro first because we're so clannish, each area has its own slang, and like in a like. There's, how many accents is there in Ireland? There's so many. There's like fucking too many, man. <laughs> we won't attempt to do any. No, because I mean, I'm, me and Leo are kind of forming a bit of a Limerick accent through, like, like we don't sound like I don't. I definitely don't sound like I'm from Mayo anymore. I'm highly insulted. I've never sounded like I'm from Mayo. <laughs> he will fight you, Alan. He'll take outside, but you know what, Jesus. I was talking to a guy last night, and he said he said I oh, sounded like I was English, and I was like, fucking excuse me. <laughs> Alan pulls out a I'm, hurley stick and baits I'm him across from, the face. No one in Mayo has a hurley stick. Okay, Mayo's fucking uh, shit um, for hurling. Uh, Alan, you're talking to a hurler here, okay? I am insulted and offended. I'm usually close with a lot of my family, which is another very Irish thing. I'm extremely close to all my cousins, to like the point that I consider a lot of them siblings. But in the, like, every weekend, I go to my nan's house to work with my dad and, like, all my cousins will be there. Like, anytime there's, like, any sort of fucking reason to get together, these people would get together. Um, my, like, it's, like, it's what I learned is a very, like, extremely Irish thing is, like, family is kind of important. Like, like who you're related to is very fucking, like, I find out I'm fucking related to every third person I meet. Yeah, but like my my dad taught me about family like when I, when I was younger, working out in the bog every summer, and I was like, "Who the fuck are we doing this for? I don't want to be here." He's like, "You're doing it for your granddad." 
we don't use turf <laughs> because like we we like, we don't need one summer and it would last us two and a half years my granddad gets a load of turf from three different bogs and he goes through it for before the next summer and people are like he's running out and i was like what is he doing why is he lighting I... a fire every day how cold is this man old people are quite cold they're cold and we need to look after them they're lovely i was more just joking about it because they do have like a proper stove in their kitchen yeah <laughs> You should get an uh, oil stove, they're great. I swear to God, if I touch anything in that house, my nan will clip my ears. Oh, to clip your ears means to be hit. She'll fucking clobber me. <laughs> she said, she, she, I remember when I came back from London after co-op and was like, I was gone for what, nine months, almost a year. And I come back and she's like, your face is um very round. And I was like, fucking what? <laughs> yeah. She's like, did you did you eat much pizza out there? Did I? Did you go to Supermax now? Oh man, Supermax. Oh yeah, for people who don't know why Burger King started taking the mick out of fucking McDonald's for losing the rights to um the Big Mac, I think. That was us. That was that was that was <laughs> Ireland. That was an Ireland thing. <laughs> Cause there's a fast food restaurant that's amazing. It's the only one we have, guys. <laughs> it's the it's really good. It's any any town. Good if you if you want to call someplace a town, it has to have a supermax. Mm, it's in the law. Um, almost every Irish team is sponsored by Supermax in terms of like county. Mm. I'm uh, pretty sure that I know of like the actual county team is the only team is Galway where it's from. Galway, yeah. But I think a lot of their like minor leagues would be supported by it. Uh, once again, Ireland's very clannish, and we have a tendency to look after our own. Even if it's like in the county, our own. And every night out should end in Supermax. 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 Schmack Spice. I used to sneak away on nights out because I don't drink, so. It wasn't a sneak away. You would be like, you'd be gone off with someone going for ice cream for a while, <laughs> and then you'd come back to me and you're like, do you want to go for ice cream? We're like, fuck yeah, we want to go for ice cream. Yeah. But sometimes I just come back with ice cream and you guys would be pissed off at me. So I'd have to be... leave arts before we'd actually even hit the club and you'd come back with an ice cream. <laughs> as fucking, it's like, so that's where he goes. If, if we're talking, if we're talking about drinks in Ireland and drinking in Ireland, t- l- tell me, tell me about your, your, your like fucking drinking before you're fucking 18. Like, oh, like I... not, not like drinking. In like like in a with your family or like drinking at a party. I mean like going you know, fucking under underneath a bridge and drinking whatever the fuck you had. You had a bridge. You're lucky. Of course we had a bridge. It was fucking Ballam Robe. <laughs> There's like five of them. I only tried that once when I was sixteen and I, I didn't like it. So uh I didn't insult a lot of people, so I, I can imagine. Yeah. My first time drinking was I went camping with my cousin in this wooded area in his backyard because obviously we're from fucking Ballarope, which is a very countryside town. So there's a lot of wooded areas around. And I didn't know I was going drinking. My dad did. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was just going to go camping with my cousin and all his friends and be really cool because they're all like really old and so much older than me. And I'm like, a little, I'm like a kid and I still drink soda. Uh, and um, dad's like, did you, did you bring drink? And I was like, did I fucking what? And like, it just, we just ended up drinking there. And I was like, whoa. Because before that, I like, before that, I kind of just turned down drink. Because I remember people coming down to the housing estate I was in and they were like already drunk and they're like, here, take a drink of this. And it was like a Coke bottle with your mystery alcohol in it. Yeah. In and that's all you'd know. And I was like, I'm not fucking touching that. I don't care. <laughs> She's like, it's just vodka. We got it from my mom's cabinet. And I was like, I don't care where you got it. 
Putin is basically moonshine. Is Putin distilled? I don't think it is. It is, yeah. It is distilled. Okay. That's how they get the alcohol content up to 90, boys. Yeah. It's, I think it's less volatile than moonshine in terms of distilling. I know a guy in college who used to make the, who made, who made I, I don't know if he made wine, he made some kind of alcohol in his bathtub. And I was like, cool. I think it was vodka because he, he made Vespas. I'm not drinking his bathroom vodka. I'm, <laughs> I'm not drinking your toilet vodka, please. No, I, I remember a point when we went out uh, just on a local night out with someone's 18. I came back with my ice cream and there was a girl that was like, oh my god, give me some of your ice cream. And like, I'll I shift remember you. this. Yeah, I'll, I, I'll <laughs> shift you. And I remember just being like, no, this is my ice cream. <laughs> I, I remember. <laughs> this is 18-year-old Leo. No one touches Joey's food. Yeah. We didn't go out when we were 18. We, we stopped going out when we were 18. Oh, then like I was about like 17 then. Yeah, I mean, yeah. we spent New Year's Eve or something at your house having a movie night instead of going to the valley. It was great crack. Much better night. Was I hmm. there? I think I missed that. I think because I, I don't remember. I've only spent New Year's with my parents or working or babysitting. I might not have been New Year's. I think it might have been St. Stephen's. Oh, yeah. It was probably Stephen's night, yeah. I remember just going out for Stephen's Night in Battle Road. Oh, that's another thing in Ireland. Everyone goes home for Christmas, but you don't see your friends until St. Stephen's Night, so the 26th, yeah. and then everyone yeah. goes out. It's when you see all the people from your hometown. And the people that you do that do go out on like uh, Christmas Eve and Christmas Day, you judge them very hard. <laughs> yeah. It's the wrong thing to do. <laughs> I fucking 100% judge them. I, I, when I started working in Dolan's, we were actually closed around then, so... It was... Yeah. Working in Dolan's has actually like helped my view from like the tourists' view in Ireland. I've kind of gotten a lot of that because obviously Dolan's is a big tourist pub in Limerick, which is great actually. It's a great pub. I love it. It's actually what I'd call my local, and my dad loves it. But I remember these two come in for trad because we have trad every every day. I think I said this before. We have trad every day at nine o'clock. People came in. Trad is, um Irish music. The traditional Irish music that you hear with the fiddle and the thing that you think is 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 a bagpipe, but it's not a bagpipe, it's an illan pipe. Illan pipe, yeah. Where illan means elbow. Um <laughs> far superior to your normal pipe. It actually sounds a lot nicer mm. as an is Sorry, Scotland. <laughs> and I, I asked them I was like making conversation because I'm just polishing glasses like a fucking barman does. I was like, oh, what brings you here? And they're like, oh, we're here with the church. And I was like, what? They're like, yeah, no, we're on a, we're on a, like a, a, a Catholic retreat. And I was like, a lot of quiet <laughs> nights in Dolan's. It's all about like being a barman in Ireland. It's all about talking to people. <laughs> you had the most different experience to me uh, <laughs> with, I, I used to work nightclub as a bouncer, which is for, I did that for like a year and a bit. Uh, which I think is why Dara has me like dressed in a uh, suit of armor and uh, a baseball bat for some reason. For the I couldn't find the hurdy yeah. stick, so it had to be baseball. <laughs> but um, no, I did not have those nice encounters. I think the best thing I ever saw was um, lads who had just got into the Irish Army being uh, the perfect people ever. Uh, oh, like, I saw I saw people like that. They came to Dolan's before. Yeah. Um, no, I've had like a fair share of fucking horrible people. I just like these are like the people that I thought were cool. Oh, um, there was a guy who came in and I was just chatting to him about like Guinness and Beamish because he wanted something. 
and I was like, we got this stout and we got this stout. And like, obviously there's like all the beers and shit, but he wanted something Irish. And I was like, here's my two options. And he like gave me this seahorse he met out of a dollar. I was like, what? And he's like, yeah, no, I'm leaving now. Um, I was like, cool. Cause like having, you get, you get stuff like that from tourists and they're like really nice and they tell you their stories and I love hearing their stories and they love hearing Fuck. mine. You got a seahorse. I got groped by drunk women you and shouted that. Oh man, I got groped by drunk women. It's like, it's, it shouldn't Why am happen. I the only one not being groped by drunk women? I would appreciate that. Well, hey, I've, I worked in, uh, I worked in nightclubs doing photography and stuff. Oh wait, I did get groped by women. Yeah. 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 Not as fun as it sounds, guys. It's not. It's really aggressive. It's scary. We'll talk about that on a later, on a later date. Now we talk about tourists here, but now we have to flip it. Good segue, Alan. You guys were out of Ireland studying, weren't you? So what was that like? Yeah, uh, I went to London for nine months mm. where I was. I stayed in hostels to start off because my apartment wasn't ready. That That's a whole that's a whole different horrible story <laughs> about not having an apartment for like almost two months. So I stayed in the hostel for the first week and everyone's really nice because everyone's from different countries and shit. And there's people actually from London. Aren't the UL meant to organize those type of things? UL can't do shit. Shout out to UL. That's valid, valid. This is a little bit of insight to our Irish listeners. The UL co-op system is shit. And if you expect them to have your yeah, back you. when, you're, when you're going on co-op, don't. Alan does not represent the views of all of the Three Lads podcast. Uh, He's very accurate there. <laughs> they'll organize interviews for you, which is cool. After you tell them your interests, like I had to like rethink what I wanted to do. And I got... An interview for the social media agency that I'm going to leave nameless um, in London. And and it was the worst fucking experience of my life. I've been, I was more or less bullied in the worst workplace, kind of harassed more or less, thrown into a position that I was not trained for, nor did I apply for. And it was mainly because it wasn't paid at all. I got, I got the money for my travel back. Um, but the reason I couldn't, after the interview, when I found out all this like details about what I'd be doing, you're not allowed to turn down the offer. Because yeah. they're dealing with so many students that, like, if they give you, if they offer you the position, you have to accept it. Like, and if you have any problems in the workplace, they do, they won't take your back on it. They won't take your side. And if you turn down the offer, they'll basically go tell tell you to go fuck yourself. Um, Is this a mandatory part of your degree, or was it optional? Yep, it was mandatory. I know some people who are able to turn it into studying abroad, but they don't present you that option. They only present you the work abroad option, and not only is it the part of your grade it's 50% of the entire year so my my employer she knew that if I was sent home for some reason or fired from my position for some reason or had to leave my co-op early and did not complete it or got a bad review from her that that would be me failing that year and not only failing that year but also I'd lose my grants that I had that was paying for college. Um, so if I failed co-op, I would have basically had to leave college because I can't afford. I couldn't afford it because the Susie Susie is annoying to deal with. It's annoying to organize and it's annoying. It's annoying to try to get the funding that you deserve. But when you do, it is actually the most useful thing. And without it, I probably I probably wouldn't have been able to do my degree. Um, but that's that's this is my tangent. This is like the Alan side tangent. <laughs> Alan's people, but an angry version of it. But back to being in London, my actual person-person experience 
was fine, except when it came to finding an apartment or trying to get my first job, because a lot of people in London have very negative views. Towards the Irish, yeah. Towards the Irish. And I think I told Leo about this before, and he said, Jack experienced something similar, yeah. where I fucking just got, I just got told I was from the rat. And I was like, I don't think I am, but cool. Um, I'm not. He's like, I don't trust the Irish, because I don't trust the IRA, and you're a little fucking t- group and i was like just leave me alone um but like i was i was invite i was invited out a lot which is really nice because people like compared to other people i seem very sociable and i'm like i'm not and they're like no 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 over here you are and i was like cool why because <laughs> there's yeah something about I- ireland and irish people that when we leave or like it, it just m- more friendly we're friendly with the life of the party we're friendly yeah. here and then we leave and that's like times like a hundred um I got forced, I got like, people kept buying me drinks, which I love, but they kept buying me Guinness because they're like, we got to feed the Irishman. And I was like, I don't drink Guinness, but I'll take it. Because <laughs> Guinness isn't my like drink of choice. It's not like, it's okay. What is your drink of choice? Uh, a beer or maybe like a whiskey or like ginger, uh, ginger, gin and tonics or whiskey and gingers. Really nice. I say whiskeys and ginger, but like, I feel like my dad will disown me because <laughs> I put ice in my whiskey and he gave out to me. But actually, the people I met, a lot of them are really nice and they do like really, they're like, they're really interested in it. And people, a lot of people really like our accents. And I find that weird. Um, yeah. as someone who has to, who, who knows our accent and listens to it on the daily, um, they like it. They just don't understand what we're saying. Because <laughs> I, I, like, we talk fast. We do. We talk, I, no, I we don't know. We were first slow talking by his nose. It's a career to be by his fucking. Jesus. There's two lads in Dolan's, and I'll call them out because I love them, and they're my favorite people, Jerry and Martin, and they're very Irish. Alan's people. Jer- Jerry's from Limerick, and Martin's from Castle Bar. Oh, it's from home. Oui. And they fucking sound like it. Um, you, you kind of hear the accent sometimes. Um, I know if, I have a few friends who, when they get really mad, they turn really Irish. Yeah, get mad. Be Irish. <laughs> Take out your shillelagh. Kick my... <laughs> So what was what was America like? So America was like the complete opposite to Alan. <laughs> it was great. Like, um, so I spent a year at SUU, Southern Utah University, which was really great. And then I spent a summer in Boston. Two almost completely different experiences. Because in Boston, like everyone loves the Irish accent, you know, and. Uh, there's the, the general stereotype of Americans loving Irish people and finding us fascinating is true. But in Boston, it's more like a good quarter of the population are just Irish people over on the J1. So it's sort of like you're in... Isn't it like the cheapest place to go? Yeah, and like it's dead easy to get a job. So you're almost like in the in crowd. Didn't you... I have a hard time with uh, one being ginger and uh, being Irish that you weren't trusted in like being Irish and ginger and being Irish and ginger in certain parts of America was it no see th- th- that's the amazing thing for the listeners who aren't in Ireland in Ireland people discriminate against people with fantastic red flowing locks you know um, whereas everywhere else in the world outside of Ireland and the UK people love people with red hair like in America, it was voted the sexiest hair color. Except for that, like one kid who made that YouTube video, "Gingers Have Souls," and the sun <laughs> hates you. The physical thing that gives us gives us life hates you. So you know the actual 
heat orb of the universe. Um, to clarify you. this, usually, uh, I mean, the stereotype of Irish people isn't really true, but I am a stereotypical Irish person. I got pale skin, got the red hair, and I used to sunburn really is easily. But then I went to Utah, where it's like boiling hot, like 30 degrees, like for at least half of the year. And then after that, I haven't got sunburnt ever. It cured my sunburning. So shout out to the Utah sun. Yes, because the, U- the Utah sun is different to the Irish sun. <laughs> There's less clouds. <laughs> I have to say Utah, brilliant, clean air, lovely place. Utah is like Ireland. It's similar size, similar population. But imagine you took away all the green and you replaced it with like ready orange rock. That's Utah. And the nicest people you'll ever meet. That's where like most of the Western films, like cowboy films were filmed. Thelma and Louise was filmed like 20 minutes down the road from where I lived. Mad stuff, boys. And every, I, I lived in Cedar City and Utah is a predominantly Mormon state. So drinking isn't necessarily as popular as it would be in other states in the US. So I lived in a Cedar City, which has got, I want to say about 40, 50,000 people, though I could be wrong. Anyway, it's got a lot, a lot of people, like for an Irish town, that'd be massive. But it has exactly two pubs, one of which I'm pretty sure was closed down. Did it have an Irish pub? No, it had an Irish, it looked like an Irish pub, but it was an Irish-themed cafe, I think. Uh, but it didn't seem to have any Irish food. Irish-themed cafe sounds like your mother's kitchen. <laughs> it's just your nan's house. We. You have you have teens. Ah, you will. Ah, you will. No, no, I'm I'm good. I'm good. Ah, now you will. You you're very. You've lost so much weight. <laughs> and who's this nice girl you're going out with now? I'm sorry, Nan. I I like guys. <laughs> Your Nan drops the cup of tea. Talking about like Thelma and Louise, fucking Mayo's claim to fame is the Quiet Man, the John Wayne movie. John Wayne and John Ford. I remember watching it in English with probably what I still consider to be one of the most sexist men I've ever met. Um, uh, but um, it was, was kind of a bit off. Oh, I thought you were going to say like Leo or me or someone. Oh. He was the English teacher from the first, first year. Oh, I yes. I loved him. I loved him so much. I found him very, very funny. Used to go off and rants about his wife, and then yeah, he hated his wife. <laughs> he hated his wife. He loved talking about the troubles. Shout out to Mrs. Shout out to Mrs. Uh, well, we, Shout out to Mrs. We, we we have to bleep their names. <laughs> I'm not saying her first name. No, I think legally you only have to bleep names if you dox them. We just did. <laughs> no, not necessarily. No, it's more like if you um defame them. Yeah. Miss though, she was great. She loved she loved Leo. And Miss and what what, what was the one we him. had in Ty Leo for she English? Miss. Miss lovely. She said memes instead of memes, and that <laughs> that was great. Yeah. That reminds me. I saw this TikTok recently, and it's like, if you were your English teacher's favorite, you're probably gay now. I was like, Miss used to love me, <laughs> and I am. Things come true. Um, they had a hard time. They had a hard time with me, though. I was. I'm very dyslexic, so. <laughs> you were on the, the debate team with us, though, Leo. I was. I was, and um. Oh God, I remember that. 
I was very good at debating, but uh, if you'd seen my notes, they were just like scrolls, scrolls, and nothing. Like a lot of my ways of debating was I had my key points that were very, very strong. The way I debated was I wouldn't focus on my pushing my strong points. I like I'd push them and say I'd state them, but I wouldn't repeat myself. But I'd build heavily on uh, points that destroy their strong points. Uh, <laughs> Strategic. Strategic. So I'd say something, and then when it came to counter, I'd have this amazing counter of like what their strong point was, and they'd be like, "But, but, but." It'd be like, like, it'd be like Ace Attorney. Yeah. (laughs) What? What else? There, there was something. The Irish language um, is another thing that comes up a lot. Unchangadukish. Exactly. And and why we don't speak it. Thomas Scalmus the Spare. Alan, you seem to be the only one who uh, isn't a kindsha squilga. Talio dyslexic, octashe a kindsha squilga. No be a kindsha berla. Homo ganesh. How is it that everyone remembers that word? It's an, inter- an interesting fact for the American listeners about the Irish language is in Irish, we got no, we got no like word for yes. We got people, people say ta and sha. But Tob basically means I am, and Shav means something fucking else, but neither of them mean yes. So if someone um, asks you something like, you've heard the news, have you heard the news? You don't fucking say, yeah. You like, know. You, never, you, you say, you I never, have heard the news. <laughs> you, you can never answer a yes or no question with yes or no. You could just, you can say, no, you haven't. Or yes, I have, but like the specific thing, because like in other languages like German, you learn ja or oder or the nein, um, which obviously is yes and no respectively. But in Irish, you, you gotta you gotta explain that shit. I think that's why um, someone brought a challenge against one of the referendums. Because in Ireland, we vote on everything, and someone brought a um, court case to the High Court. I think it was against the, one of the results because they said there wasn't uh, the way that it was done by the government. Why well, it wasn't fair because they said yeah, you could vote yes or no, or ta or neil. Neil means no. But ta doesn't exactly mean yes. So they were saying there was technically no, it wasn't a, a fair vote. You couldn't vote yes or no if you were an Irish speaker. Um, and if memory serves, the court said, actually, you know what? You're right. Um, the government should change it, but there's nothing in the language to change it to. And that's a stupid argument. <laughs> so f off. Direct quote from the judge there. From now on, I want I want both to say yes and no, and then in, uh, at the bottom we should say no and not no. <laughs> <laughs> the not negative one. But the Irish language was more or less um, stomped out a couple of years ago. Not a couple of years ago, a couple of hundred years ago. A couple of hundred years ago, yeah. you know, you're you're beaten for using it <laughs> you're beaten for using it and irish people kept it alive by having these illegal schools where they would teach in irish and people got beaten for knowing the language so it was more or less thrown out not by our choice we didn't want to throw it out we wanted to keep it but our our lovely overlords um the uh the brits british empire yeah. um, Brit- <laughs> would rather would rather say fuck you we're all speaking the same thing yeah which makes sense now, should... <laughs> when the world's together. It's cool that we all know English. We should but... talk about this more as an entire new podcast, you know, just... I don't know much about politics. I the just, 800 years of fucking oppression. Uh, oppression, this, yeah. This, this is as far as I go. <laughs> oh, 
another 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 Irish thing that we all learned. We all learned Irish through the Simpsons. What? We we all what? learned Irish through the Simpsons back in primary school, where it's like, oh, my name's Bart, my name's Lisa. It's like, did we? I, I didn't. Did high school. My I remember my teacher in primary school teaching us Irish, and we're all sitting down like Bart is and um Tama Tama Aher Homer and Tama Tama um Maher Marge, and then shout out to Alan School for the great educational uh, curriculum they had. I remember moving classrooms. There was like a poster of Bart. And like I remember this vividly, and like he was like describing his clothing, and he was like, "This is my sister. Her name's Lisa." But it's all in like Irish. I'm like, "We don't age. We don't age ever," <laughs> because they 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 try anything to teach us Irish because we try to avoid it. But like, it is a really beautiful language, and it's the same with like ISL, the Irish Sign Language. For people who don't know that it exists, that exists. Countries have their own sign languages. Mm. Yeah, and that's a part of like going back to like me and Alan going off and living in different countries for Alan and I fuck off Leo tell me a kind of squeal again <laughs> we don't know English Sassanach. yeah Sassanach. anyway um I feel in a way that we act a bit more Irish when we're abroad especially yeah. when people are interested like in America everyone's interested in learning about Ireland and everyone says you know their ancestors are from Ireland so you try and teach them a bit of uh, Irish uh, uh fuckle, you know and they they really like it and everyone says it's kind of a melodic or poetic language it's very yeah. i think it's a very poetic language and you can hear it in traditional songs that are sung about the irish times like the, the rough mm. times the, the songs from like 1916 all those kind of like there's like kind of like 98 melodic well. kind of hypnotizing kind of rhythm where everything feels kind of soothing but they could be singing about like the roughest things and then the Irish rebel songs kind of like take that and they're like yeah we'll pump it up a bit and they add a bit more like life into it because like what I like what I like about Irish music what I like about Irish singing is even if you don't understand it there's like there's like a melodic flow that's not like a music term but feels like a living thing like you can feel that mm -hmm. person's emotion and i think it's very apparent in like mm. both the irish language both in isl isl is like really expressive um the irish language itself is very expressive um and then like irish music is also like very like emotional yeah, and our our national anthem, Aaron Levine, it's talking about Irish soldiers getting ready to fucking annihilate the English. So it's like most national anthems in Europe, actually. I'll tell you a fun fact that I was told about. Is uh, it a full fact or a half fact? It's a we full only half fact. Here. <laughs> we only deal with half facts here. You, you can tell half now and half later. It's um, genetics of Celtic people. Celtic people are less evolved than. Uh, some of the other regions of the world because of how our skulls are developed that they reckon that someone who's more Celtic bit of that but we have more rounded we have a more rounded skull and a bigger forehead which is more like what, what, what are the cavemen what are they Neanderthal Neanderthal which is more Neanderthal than what we are now as if it's like a mix mm. uh, also um, we're a bit bigger in some senses than he <laughs> Other uh, other parts of the world, uh, they reckon that it's uh, that we're not as evolved in some stances, but we we might say that we have a bit of a uh, of best of both. Best of both worlds. <laughs> yeah, that well, and like everyone is related in Irish mythology as well. Oh yeah, but um, <laughs> shrine related like... to the lad with the the silver arm. 
What's uh, the one, one of something I found very funny, and it was only pointed out to me last year uh, by a, fellow, a historian fellow who was telling me about uh, a group called the Red Hand that would have fought against uh, the, the Fina. The bad guys win in Irish mythology in the end. They win. <laughs> it's kind of like it's kind of like Irish history where the bad guys won quite a lot, yeah. quite a lot. And I was there, like, oh yeah, and and the Fina are underneath the hill, hill of Tara, and they'll be back. And I was like, no, 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 no. No, they boot, the, the Red Hand brutally murdered all of them in their sleep. So that's that. That's the real story. <laughs> like Irish mythology plays a big role in culture now. Like I, oh, it is. Yeah. Like fairy forts. I, I, have mm-hmm. you guys ever had to encounter a fairy fort? I live right beside one. Yeah. Yeah. You walk around it. For people yeah. who don't know, fairy forts are like little mounds of like earth. But it's like surrounded by rocks and trees, and you don't touch that shit. It's bad luck. Like, it's seven things. A lot, bad of, luck a lot of farmers, a lot of farmers fence it off in the it, like, like it could be just the middle of their field, and there could be just one area just fenced off from the rest of it, and that that's the fairy fort, and you don't touch that. You don't let your animals near that. You don't fucking. You don't even look at it. If you look at that thing funny, you're cursed. Okay. Yeah. Don't fucking. <laughs> and I, I find if, it amazing. If you find anything in it, you put it back. It's. It's a, like I I've heard stories and I know when ours was uh, damaged at one stage like seven bad things happens yeah but like we have loads of little kind of things where someone might say oh why are you doing that and I was like oh yeah the fairies <laughs> and they're like what's yeah, wrong like, with you <laughs> the, fa- the like the fairies like they're terrifying I'd love to yeah be fucking yeah they used to like just steal kids it's kind of like Krampus but like except except like it's not just on Christmas they'll just come into your house and take your kids. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like Krampus, except instead of it being like evil malicious, these are just small fuckers who think this is hilarious. They they just find it funny. Krampus, <laughs> Krampus like eats your kids, or yeah. Krampus like punishes your kids for being assholes, and he'll only yeah, take the, it once a year. It's only one time a year. They'll do it any time. It doesn't even matter if they're good or bad. They're like, boom, we're gonna have you dance until you die. They could they could all be like drunk one night and having like a little party, and they're like, did you want to steal some kids? No. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I haven't stole or, a kid yeah. ages. Or ghost <laughs> horses, and I think the seeing a black dog—that's a—that's an Irish thing, isn't it? If a traveler sees a black black dog, yeah, bad luck. I've never heard that like ever. <laughs> well, we have uh, the best dogs in the world. Full stop, boys. Yeah, and another scary story: your parents might have told you in Ireland that if you don't go to bed, the TV license inspector will come and take you down. <laughs> that's fucking true. I didn't go to bed once, and there was a knock on the door, and I was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> he'll come the next day, and he'll Dad, take pay the license. Pay the license. Yeah, or, or if somebody dies do. in a if somebody dies in a house, you cover all the mirrors, or their soul will get trapped in a mirror and go haunt you. I probably would get married in a church. I think I'd do what my parents did and have a humanist ceremony. Mm-hmm. Um, I I feel because like it, I feel like it kind of held my dad's beliefs. My my dad my dad's a religious man, but my dad is very like he he focus he's very like family focused. He like he he works for his family. He like provides yeah. for his family and he loves his family. And I feel like that's what he I think that's what they wanted their ceremony to be. They they wanted it to be about, about, family. That's, about yeah. family, which and... it was because we had this vase that we like all got to fill with sand. Like oh. different colored sand. So, like me and my like three other brothers also put sand in this face. What color was your sand? 
I think it was like a weird blue or red. I can't really remember anymore. <laughs> it's in the vase. It's at home. But like stuff like that, like that would have been a huge outrage if that happened like 10 years ago. Someone having like it a probably would. It wouldn't have been as broadly accepted. Mm. And I, I feel I'm proud. I'm proud of our country. Proud of our country. We're getting places. We're doing things. Yeah. Well, in some respects, but in some uh, respects, yeah. there's other respects or fucking you need to fucking cop on. But I don't know much about Irish politics. I just <laughs> that's my department. But it's a, hey, <laughs> that's where we hit Dara's thing. I, I just know a lot about like what I see and the social bits because I'm a people person. I might not look like it or act like it, but I'm a people person. I hate a lot of people. <laughs> and on that note, how Alan hates people. Please come and see our lovely country. See our lovely country. Spend your dollars here. We'll spend your dollar. We'll welcome you with open arms. Uh, we'll, we'll, yeah, not at, not at the moment with coronavirus, uh, as long as you keep your six, six foot. I'll pretend to hug you from here. I think you're being quarantined now if you come into Ireland. Yeah, we'll weeks. quarantine you for two weeks. You'll spend your so, dollars and then we'll send you back home. So fly into like Galway or Limerick or no, fly into yeah. Shannon Airport so you don't fly just get that. stuck in Dublin Airport for so, uh, Jared, do you want to do, you want to do yeah. the wrap up? So, that was a very interesting podcast, especially if you know nothing about Ireland. Hopefully, you know a bit more now. No, you know even less. <laughs> <laughs> well, you don't know much true things about Ireland, but you know interesting stories. And half yeah. facts. Half, half facts. That's what we'll call yeah. this podcast. Half the half facts. facts. The half facts podcast. The half facts of Ireland. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, thanks everyone for joining us. That's me, Dara, Alan, and Leo. Thanks everyone, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Next Bye. week on Dragon Ball Z. Bye.